Hi, welcome to episode 521 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I was thinking about a career change. I'd like to become someone's herald. How do you get into the field of heralding? Today is Fantastic Four, 521 from February 2005. Rising Storm, Part 2, by Mark Wade and Mike Weringo. And so Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, Ben Grimm, The Thing, and Susan Richards, The Human Torch, she has his powers now, are getting a ride to space with the help of cosmic superhero Quasar. Johnny Storm, The Invisible Woman, he has her powers now. Maybe I'll call him The Invisible Man. Uh, that doesn't sound right either. I'll just call him Johnny, like I always do. He's been taken by Galactus to be his new herald, so the rest of the Fantastic Four want to find him before he's forced to help Galactus destroy a planet. Susan asks Ben how he thinks Johnny's holding up with all the power at his command. Ben imagines Johnny flying around the galaxy in some, in some kind of intergalactic hot rod. And in the Brom Nebula, Galactus's ship is floating high up over a populated planet of very nervous people. But this planet has been equipped with a cloaking device which makes the world invisible to Galactus. Well, you know what they say, you can't eat what you can't see. Is that a saying? Maybe not. So Probably not. So they check their scans, and it seems like they haven't been noticed yet by Galactus. But then Johnny Storm appears in the planet's security field control room, saying they need to talk strategy. But when they see the Herald of Galactus, they just want to kill him, not talk to him. But their laser guns are no match for Johnny's cosmic power-enhanced invisible woman powers. Johnny tells them to calm down. He's there to help. He has to speak to the planet's leader, and this one tall guy, strong-looking guy, says that he's a, he's a leader. But Johnny says that's BS. It's a deception. He's only a puppet because he looks like a leader, but the actual leader is a short little old man standing behind him. They admit that this is true, and somehow Johnny was able to sense that they were lying with his new powers. That's a good power, the power to sense when a political leader is really a leader or just a puppet of somebody else? It would be interesting to use that power on our American politicians. So Johnny tells the locals that he has the power to see past the cloaking shields, which is why he was recruited by Galactus. But he has no intention of telling Galactus about this place. But he does need to find a world for Galactus to eat. So he asked him if they know of any good uninhabited worlds that could satisfy the Big G's hunger. The leader says such a world would be hard to find, but there is a nearby world filled with insufferable assholes that he would like to recommend. Johnny realizes that it's a planet they must be at war with, and he's not going to have any part of that. Johnny goes to another planet, hoping that the encounter will be a little more peaceful, but already there appears to be a missile heading right toward him. It's a nuke, and when it hits Johnny and his force field, it leaves Johnny's ears ringing and he says he hopes that it, that was their best shot. But then he looks up and he sees about 50 more nuclear missiles heading his way. He uses his powers to deactivate the detonators on the missiles and disable them. So no more ear-ringing booms. But I would love to do 50 booms all in a row. That would be fantastic. Johnny travels to other planets, such as Rockin 3, a planet where he's greeted with not such open arms by talking, fire-breathing dragons and another planet called Aquion, a water world ruled by fish. 
Maybe Galactus likes seafood. And another planet called Silicus, ruled by big scary ice creatures who immediately surrendered to Johnny. If he ate that world, I wonder if that would give Galactus an ice cream headache. This is not an easy task for Johnny to find a world for Galactus to eat. It reminds me of when I used to date a vegetarian, and finding a decent restaurant was always such a chore. And then Johnny finds a planet called Squaw, filled with grass, but no signs of sentient life. Suddenly, he gets some kind of psychic attack and he falls to the ground in pain. And down on a rock, Johnny sees the dominant life form on this world, little intelligent bug creatures. Johnny's teleported back to Galactus' ship. He sees that Galactus is preparing the equipment he uses to eat worlds. And Johnny tells him, hands off, it's not time to eat yet. He wants more time to find the perfect world. Galactus just looks at Johnny and zaps him with his eye beams. Johnny withers in pain for a bit, still asking for more time. Galactus stops zapping him and Johnny says that there is no way that he's going to help Galactus find one of these Invisio worlds, so he might as well just take away Johnny's powers and find one himself. And this starts Johnny wondering, why can't Galactus find one for himself? The Big G is so powerful, why does he need help? What are you hiding? Johnny asks him. The Big G doesn't say anything, which is a shame because I love doing the Galactus echo voice, but he does shine brightly for a moment, illuminating Johnny with some kind of cosmic knowledge. Finally, something makes sense, Johnny says to himself. While Galactus may appear to be in a human form, he's not really anything remotely human. He is so evolved, so much more than a human, that Johnny's human senses are far beneath Galactus's and that he can't use them unless he travels far down the evolutionary ladder. He approaches Galactus and says, We have to talk, Galactus. Or should I say, Galen. And finally, Galactus speaks. He says, Go, Go on. on. Johnny's like, Um... And that is the end of the issue. And it's another enjoyable issue. What a great idea to make one of the FF a herald of Galactus. It seems like such an obvious idea, Hard to believe it took over 250 issues for someone to come up with it. Galactus is one of my favorite characters. And this gives us an interesting uh, new perspective on the world of Galactus. And I'm curious to see what kind of uh, conversation Johnny and the Big G have next issue. So that's all for now. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. You can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. I count the days the great frontier.